This program may contain content of an explicit nature. Listener discretion is advised. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you tonight's special presentation. It has been established that persons who have recently died have been returning to life. Well, I've heard a man is chasing, but this is something new. He destroyed himself. How true that will be. This brain has been drained. It must be a mutation, a freak of nature. Use a serum that will heal you whether you're rabid or not. Nice blowtorch, don't you think? Say, I'll make you a good deal on it. Promise it won't cost you an arm and a leg. Maybe just a finger or two. <laughs> no? Man of few words, I see. What brings you into the horror shop this evening? What is it I can do you for? Come again? Sir, I seem to be having some difficulty comprehending you. You'll need to speak up. We do have a good variety of items for sale. Tonight is mischief night, you know. Perhaps you came to stock up on supplies. Maybe some shave cream? Some poo-poo paper? Or how about a carton of mongoose eggs? I had some earlier, and my word, they gave me a serious case of the winds. Oopsies. Bad air. <laughs> we have a fine array of products for just about every occasion. While you are shopping around, I think I will have a seat by the old radio. Come and join me if you like. I've been waiting all day for this program, and it's just about time for tonight's story. 
A tale of two friends out for a night of harmless fun. But warnings are in place for a reason. For when you ignore them, why, all hell can break loose. <laughs> Say, have you made up your mind yet? Oh boy, this could take a while. Might as well have a listen with me. Pull up a chair, sit back and enjoy. Episode 1 of Horror Shop Radio. This one is entitled Mischief Night. I had a pretty good childhood. I loved my parents very much, although I was always closer with my dad than my mom. We did so many things together, camping, fishing, hunting, so many fond memories I have. He always gave the best advice, whether it was that awful, awkward birds in the peace talk or just everyday conversations we would have. He taught me so many lessons. He taught me how to treat others with respect, honor, and dignity. But he also taught me that some don't deserve that. That it needs to be earned. He taught me the ways of the world and the things that needed to be done in life to stay afloat. And that protecting oneself and his family is of utmost importance. I loved my dad very much. And I'm so thankful for the childhood I lived. But... There was one memory, as a kid, that was particularly rough. It was rather painful to think about, and it's one I'll never forget. Why, I'm cleaning the old rifle. Hunting season's coming up soon. Gotta be ready. But, Michael, what did I tell you about coming in here? Sorry, Daddy, I didn't mean to just come in. I'll make sure to knock next time. I I was just excited. It's alright, son. It's good that we recognize our mistakes and learn from them. Now, what is it that you were so excited about? Well, I asked Mommy and... And, well, she told me to come and ask you. Of course she did. And, well, so Halloween is on Saturday, and my friend Tommy kind of invited me to go trick-or-treating with him. I see. But, well, we wanted to make a whole weekend out of it, and if I could sleep over tonight and tomorrow, that would be, like, so cool, Dad. Please? Hmm. Well, you do know what Halloween is, don't you, Michael? Duh, Dad. It's when you get dressed up in costumes and go around getting candy. Why, yes, of course. But its true name is All Hallows' Eve. And it wasn't always all candy and costumes. Many centuries ago, this time of year was known as Samhain. People believed that the boundaries between our world and the, well, the 
underworld were opened up and the spirits and entities were able to slip through the cracks and pass through the portal to our world. So the people, they would hold these sort of festivals. Like Halloween parties? Well, there may have been cornstalks and pumpkins, but there were also, well... Well, what, Dad? Well, the people believed that these dark entities were walking amongst them during this time. So sometimes at these festivals, they would do some unspeakable things. Unspeakable? What are you talking about, Dad? Well, sometimes they would set out offerings to these spirits in order to appease them and keep them satisfied, so to speak. What kind of offerings, Dad? Um, well, I don't know if I should really be telling you this, but... Peter... You're not telling your son those crazy stories again, are you? Why, no, of course not. Another story for another day, son. Come on, Dad. I'm 12 now. I'm not going to fall for your stories anymore, and you're not going to scare me if that's what you're trying to do. No, it's all true. I wouldn't lie about such a thing. All right, boys, that's enough. What did your dad say about going over to Tommy's house? Oh, yeah. Um, Daddy, please? Oh, all right. Sure you can. But son, make sure you stay in tonight. It's mischief night, and all those delinquent teenagers are out destroying people's hard-earned property. Last year, those little buggers poured soda all over my Lincoln and stripped the paint right off the hood. I don't ever want to hear about you being involved in anything like that. You hear? Oh, sure, Dad. I will never do anything like that. All right. Now you go and have fun. And watch out for all those evil ghouls and goblins, too. Happy Halloween. (laughs) Oh, Peter. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. You're the best. Now go and get your things ready, Michael. I'll take you over to Tommy's house as soon as I finish those dishes. Now, Michael, make sure you use your manners with Mr. and Mrs. Bartholomew. Be courteous, polite, and be on your best behavior. I know, Mom. I will. Well, hello. How are you, Sally? Hi, Carla. So good to see you. You look great. Oh, thank you. You too. If Michael is any trouble, any trouble at all, just give me a call. Oh, we'll be fine. Go have fun, boys. Dude, you're here? Come on, let's go to my room. You gotta check out what I got. All right. Bye, Mom. Bye, Michael. Love you. Ugh. Boys will be boys, right? I guess so. Remember when you'd get a kiss and a hug and they'd be missing you the second that you left? Where did those days go? You're telling me. I'm lucky if I even get that on holidays anymore. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for having him. It's my pleasure. Have a good night, Carla. You too. Jesus Christ. I thought she'd never leave. Rocky, the kid's here now. We got to get these costumes on and get out of here. What time's the party stop? In like five minutes. Hurry the fuck up. There's a bottle of vodka calling my name. Did you tell the boys we're going out? Tommy knows. They'll find something to eat if they get hungry. 
He's old enough to take care of that shit himself now. All right, babe. How do I look? Like a giant penis. It's a hot dog. See the bun, the mustard? I'm supposed to be a hot dog, babe. Could have fooled me. Well, you just wait and see why I stick this big wiener later. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hello out there, all you Halloweeners, trick-or-treaters, pumpkin-eaters, candy apples, candy corn, black cats, black bats, and witches scorned, spiders, worms, and creepy crawlers, vampire bites, and werewolf hollers. If it's fright you crave, well, you've certainly come to the right place. I'm your host with the most, your pal, Mr. Sinister, <laughs> and this is my palace of fear. My tower of terror, my humble abode, if you will. And welcome to the creepiest hour on television, Mr. Sinister's Halloween Spooktacular. <laughs> and don't think I've come alone. You ready, Mike? Get your jacket on, man. What? I thought we were going to watch the Mr. Sinister Halloween special. Get real, man. That stupid show is for babies. We're going to have some real fun tonight. Real fun? What do you mean, Tommy? Duh, it's mischief night, you dumbass. Look what I got in my backpack. Toilet paper, shaving cream, toothpaste, and the main event, two cartons of Farmland Dairy's freshest eggs. But my dad said I'm not supposed to ever do that stuff. It's not nice to mess with people's houses and stuff. Aw, little baby can't go because his daddy's going to be really mad. Come on, that's not fair, dude. What about your parents? How are we going to get out of the house without them seeing us? Uh, because they aren't here, man. They went to some stupid Halloween party. We could do whatever we want. But I don't know if that's a really good idea. Look, I'm going out either way. So you could either stay here and watch Frankenstein put it on the Ritz, or you could let me show you how to have some real fun. What's it going to be? You coming, or am I going to have to tell everyone at school how much of a pussy you are? Jeez, don't have a cow, man. Fine, I'll go, but we better not get in trouble. Don't worry, it's a piece of cake, man. Just stick with me. Just stick with me, Mikey. I hope you're ready, because we're about to watch tonight's scary movie. <laughs> but first, a word from our sponsor. <laughs> Dude, I totally can't believe we just did that. I told you this was fun. You really got that cargo with all that shaving cream. Nice work. <laughs> no way. You threw all those eggs all over that house. When will they see that tomorrow? Yeah, guess they won't need to make breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> now, you see that house over there? You mean the junkyard? That's old man Willis's place. I heard that guy's a total nutcase. Oh yeah? I heard he uses the junkyard out back to cover up all the murders he commits. No way. Get real. Oh, it's real, alright. I heard he kidnaps little kids, chops them all up, and hides them inside all those junk cars. That's baloney, man. He's probably just some old guy who just wants to be left alone. I'm sure he's harmless. Oh, yeah? Well, if he's so harmless, I dare you to throw one of these at his front door. No way. 
You do it. Me? I threw all the other ones. You have yet to even throw one egg. And it just so happens that we only have one left. Better make it count. I don't think I can. Of course you can. You're not a chicken, are ya? No! Prove it then. I double dog dare ya. Then, you can tell everyone at school who ain't scared of nothing. Not even old man Willis. I don't know, man. Do it, Mikey. Just do it. Fine. Screw it. Holy shit. I can't believe you did it. Damn straight. Well, I guess there's nothing to be scared about after all, was there? Run! Dude, over here, behind this car. Oh my god, Tommy, what are we gonna do? Shh, quiet, I think he's coming out. Who's out there? Still have time. I still have time. They're here now. I, I'm gonna do it. Hey, what is that? Shh, what is what? The trunk is open to this car. There's something sticking out of it. I can hear you out there. It's not nice to trespass, you know. Quiet, he's gonna hear you. Don't open that, man. Never know what kind of trouble you'll find yourself in. I just gotta see what's in here. Is that an arm? Or a leg? What the hell is that, man? Ugh, I don't be sick. Didn't you notice my sign? Trespassers will be shot on sight. Run, Tommy! No, please, sir. Please don't. No! I said that there was this one memory of my childhood that's rather painful to think about. One I'll never forget. The images of that night are burned into my mind. And it's like I was branded with the pain of remembering. When I heard the sound of that rifle echo through the cold air, I knew. I knew Tommy was gone. I somehow gathered up enough courage to peek through the cornstalks in the field I was hiding in. And there was old man Willis. But he wasn't holding the rifle. The man who was stood next to him. It was my father. And I just froze. I, I couldn't speak. I couldn't move an inch. I just stood there and watched. I watched the whole thing unfold right before my very eyes. I was wondering if you was coming. I told you I would be here. I just didn't know if I could go through with it. It needed to be done, Peter. 
You did excellent. Are we gonna take him inside? No. Needs to be finished in the same spot. Leave the body and help me make the circle. Take that jar. Sprinkle it around. It will... It'll protect us. Okay. It's done. What now? Indomine Satanus. In the name of our Dark Lord, Satan Lucifer, I command thee to come forth now. Oh, high and powerful being, may the sacrifice be pleasing and acceptable to thee. Serve us faithfully, and better sacrifices shall be given thee. I, Reginald Willis, say it with me, Peter. I, Peter Klein, slay, slay thee, thee, the boy, boy Thomas Bartholomew, in the name and to the honor of you, O high and mighty Lord, Lord Satan. Satan. Accept this offering, this night, in your name. Ave Satana. Ave Satana. Ave Satana. Ave Satana. Ave Satana. My dad passed away six years ago. It was a sudden, massive heart attack. We never did mutter a word of that night. But I often wonder, did he not live up to his end of the bargain? He never showed any signs of heart disease and it doesn't run in the family. I heard old man Willis died in prison last year. After Tommy went missing, his parents went to the cops with the stories of the town lunatic and sure enough, they tracked him down they found all those leftover body parts in his junkyard. Turns out he really did kidnap those missing kids Tommy told me about, and, well, I guess he made his deal with the devil long before Dad. So, I'd say for all intents and purposes, that deal's a deal. Hey, Dad. What you up to? Oh, not much, son. Just cleaning the old rifle. Hunting season is coming up soon. Gotta be ready. Attention customers, or customer. The horror shop will be closing in five minutes. Please make your final selections now.
Oh, there you are. I certainly hope you enjoyed tonight's story as much as I did. It was one hell of a time. <laughs> I myself am no stranger to making deals, but it's usually worth it to pay the price. I mean, if you truly want something, sometimes you just need to make a little sacrifice. <laughs> now, you, sir, have you finally decided what you'd like to purchase? Oh, why didn't you just say so in the first place? A Halloween costume. How fitting. Tomorrow is the big day after all, and I do believe that one suits you quite well. A hot dog of all things. Why, you'll be the biggest weenie of all. <laughs> well, come on, let's go. I have places to be. Bring your purchase to the counter. The horror shop is now closed for the evening. Until next time, listeners. Bugs and hisses, pleasant screams, and good night from the horror shop. Horror Shop Radio, Episode 1, Mischief Night, was written, directed, and produced by Matthew Bird. The cast of Mischief Night featured the voice talents of Haley Bird as Michael and Christopher. Brianna Bird as Tommy, David Keegan as Old Man Willis, Joshua Peruse as Grown Up Michael, Stacy Casebeer as Sally, Rachel Compton as Carla, Bill Pittenger as Rocky, and Matthew Bird as the voices of Peter, Mr. Sinister, the Shopkeeper, and Satan. The score for this episode was composed by Brett Reed of Control Freak. You can hear more of his music on Spotify and all major streaming platforms. Just search Control Freak. That's K-O-N-T-R-O-L-P-H-R-E-A-K. The Horror Shop Radio theme music was produced by Steve Ville of the band Techno Kill. To hear more of their music, you can find them on YouTube, Spotify, and iTunes, as well as their Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search Technokill. That's T-E-K-N-O-K-I-L-L. Also featured was the song Nightmare by Mike Tlatelpa. You can listen to Mike's music on all streaming platforms and check out his YouTube channel. Just look up Mike T-L-A-T-E-L-P-A. Post-production and editing was done by Matthew Bird. Additional sound design from freesound.org and was produced under a Creative Commons license. The featured illustration for Mischief Night was done by Kimberly Folsom. If you enjoyed tonight's episode, please feel free to give us a review on iTunes or anywhere else you can do so. This will get the show noticed more and help us to reach a broader audience. Or you can always just drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you. Our website can be found at horrorshopradio.com. 
our Facebook is facebook.com slash horrorshopradio. As this is just our first episode, we're just getting started. We have many more sinister tales in store, and they will come to you on a monthly basis. As of now, everyone who has worked on the show has generously donated their time, efforts, and talent, and we are so thankful for all their contributions. For those of you who would like to offer support to the show, we have set up a Patreon at patreon.com slash horrorshopradio. There are many levels at which you can donate and receive some awesome perks as well. Any contributions will go toward the improvement of the show, upgrading our audio gear, paying for monthly costs such as hosting website fees and the like, as well as being able to eventually offer our cast and crew some compensation for all their time and hard work. Episode 2 of Horror Shop Radio entitled The Shrieks will be coming your way on November 30th, 2020. In the meantime, if you need more horror to satisfy your cravings, you can check out another new podcast from our friend Rick Danford. No Sleep Tonight is a horror radio show that features fully dramatized radio plays to keep you up at night. In the same vein, no pun intended, as the classic radio serials of the 50s and 60s, No Sleep Tonight offers horror tales with a new spin. It's a fairly new podcast that can be heard on many of your favorite podcasting sources such as iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Their latest episode, called Bad Candy House, drops on Halloween 2020. I've heard it, and let me tell you, it kicks some serious ass. You can learn more about the show by visiting their website at www.nosleeptonightradioshow.com. As for us, we thank you for listening to the very first episode of Horror Shop Radio, and we hope that you will subscribe or follow us on your favorite podcast platform. We have more tales of torment that will terrify you, disturb you, and unnerve you, and they're all coming your way very, very soon. Horror Shop Radio is a production of Horror Shop Films and Innovation Cinema Productions, copyright 2020.